Hi everybody, it's Daigu speaking, Tree Leaf. And today, before even going into the ten ox herding pictures and verses, I'd like to comment a bit about how to read. I know you, we can all read, but how to read Zen texts and Zen sutra. You see, we often go and fetch answers. We fish for answers. We eager to find answers. And the actual action of going for answers is a major obstacle to really read and fully realize what it's all about. Um, answers are basically dead. They're dead bodies and buddies. They're very friendly. We, we like answers. We've got our heads full of them. But um, they're just traps and trips. And the more we try to provide answers to things, the more we, we do not let reality touch us. The way to live with a question is not to answer it. The way to live with a question is to actually let it bloom bloom until it becomes real it becomes flesh and blood it becomes your own body-mind here and now so the answer of the coin is not in words in our Soto Zen tradition we do not really answer with words we might, I mean in the past teachers used to do it but these days we basically sit and we've got our daily life to actually provide a real field for this blossoming. It's a tremendous, tremendously interesting story. In Back in the 60s, there was a famous doctor, Darix, French, I should say Durix, <laughs> and he loved, was very, very fond of Japan and he traveled there many times and once he was in Mampukuji, visiting the temple of Obaku School. It's a very, very delightful scene. It's very close to Uji and Koshoji, first temple of Dogen. It's not far from there. And uh, he was having a, a tea in a room of the abbot, an old man, very, very wise and very, very peaceful. And it was a very informal, uninformal, I should say, uh, situation. And at one point, the old man, the abbot, asked the guy, the French guy, where are you from? And he says, I'm from Morocco. He was from Morocco, indeed. He was living there, and I think he was an eye specialist, an eye doctor. And he was living in Marrakesh. And he said, how is it like in Morocco? And he said, well, you see, Morocco is a beautiful country. The houses of the Medina are just white and... Um, the sea is very blue and the deserts, uh, the desert is great and you've got very nice fruits and oranges. And suddenly the question came again. But this time, he could hear it going rough right in him. And the answer came out without even him thinking. And the same words were uttered, but this time they were alive. As he recalled it, he said, I could almost taste 
taste the oranges. I could almost feel the touch of the sand. I could just put my hand into the water, into the sea, and I could have my eyes seeing the beautiful white of the old city. The answer was not really in words. It was reality itself. Morocco was in the room of that abbot in Mambukuti. Now if you take these ten Oxandic pictures and if you open the book and try to flick through the pages and think what does that mean? You're getting nowhere. Nowhere. That's not the point. That's absolutely not the point. In Zen, poems and sutra and texts are living questions and we have to allow them to ring us ring us just like this and we've got to be hollow if the bell is full nothing nothing comes out it's dead dead sound you know that so the process of reading the process of understanding is not trying to reach out for answers trying to fish things to explore trying to find the riddles and make things clear no actually is to allow for instance Shobo Genzo to read you you don't read the text it reads you and it makes you clear you see the process is perfectly the opposite of what we would be doing in university trying to find out what's hidden behind the text so allow the pictures allow the poems to ring you really don't try to answer them don't try to think oh that's it that's what it means so at first stage of the path because there's no first stage anyway it's not about stages we'll see that later or not not essentially about stages so please do not try to project your own vision of the path do not try to um, try to cover these beautiful questions with muddy pause and answers do not soil this beauty this day now there is a machine going out out there it's beautiful as it is as beautiful as a bird singing for me if I allow it to be without commenting on it no I don't like machines I don't like that mechanical sound I can always go about doing that you know on and on and on and on I'm very gifted don't you worry I mean exactly like everybody else but there are moments where I give myself a rest and that's what I also want to say give yourself a rest give your critical mind a rest but be amazed be open so take these verses take this picture to the marketplace take them in your life and just let them live with you in you what does that mean well find out but be curious about it so it's not about opening a book or just looking through a, an internet site it's it's about being really 
fully, blossomingly alive. I just say that all the time, you know, it's to convince you, but also to convince myself because I'm pretty dead most of the time. No, joking. <laughs> yes, I am. Everybody is. We've got to wake up. And waking up is, is to, to really be a, ready to receive life, to welcome life. So let these mirrors mirroring your life and, and let your life expressing what these poems are just pointing out. Uh, now it's important because we, we, we cannot quote Shobogenzo, you know, to actually make a point. This is useless. Dogen said this, Dogen said that, and Shobogenzo is not the Bible. Shobogenzo is is something that every time you read it is just poking you. Yeah, I mean that's is that you can't spoke about poking. I mean, yeah, that kind of thing, you know, it pokes you. Poof. Hey. Or a tap in the back. Poof. So allow Shobogenzo, allow these takes to challenge you, cuddle you, hit you, poke you, stroke you, whatever. But it's got to do Oh yeah, see you next time. <laughs> First picture.